and welcome to Note Up number 51. Today I'm joined by Chris The End Williams, uh, Raquel Velez, Adam Olvey, Ollie Evans, uh, Julian Duque, and Juan Pablo uh, Burdica. And uh, today we're going to be talking about International Nodebots Day, the future of Nodebots, and uh, in that future of Nodebots, of course, uh, we couldn't leave out uh, RobotsConf in December. Uh, we have an old uh, sponsor back again, uh, Clock is back again sponsoring the Nodeups. Thanks, Clock, and, uh, and Yet as well. So uh, we have a, a, a very large group today and uh, kind of beyond the limits of, of science. We usually try to keep the number of people on uh, a show to, to four or five. Uh, we've got quite a few more than that. So uh, hopefully it, the, uh, the streams will stay together and uh, we'll, uh, we'll be able to pull this off. But uh, uh, International Nobots Day was uh, a big event around the world, and uh, you know the, the future of Nobots uh, is, is large. So it's appropriate that uh, this be a large discussion. So uh, I'm going to go around. Raquel, are you uh, 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 on? I am. Hey, Hi. You <laughs> got the dog grooming out of the way. Uh, Raquel, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, I my name is Raquel Velez. I'm Rockbot on Twitter and all the things. Uh, and I am a mobile R and D dev at Sauce uh, Sauce Labs. And um, I am a roboticist with ten years of experience. Well, more than that now. Um, but I also do Node, and so I'm all about the Node bots. You are our le- legitimate roboticists. That's what they say. Roboticists, we call you. All right, so Ali. Yeah, hey, uh, bespoke web tailor of London. I prefer to go by, uh, and I'm a roboticist with maybe uh, one month's experience, <laughs> uh, mostly due to the fact that I organised the uh, the Nodebots London event, uh, and now have become a serial event organiser. Uh, and with Nuno and Andrew Nesbitt, going to organise the Great British NodeConf, and have been organising the Meteor London meetups for about six months now. That's me. Awesome. We had uh, uh, a group of meteor guys show up at the uh, uh, the San Francisco location. They didn't do anything uh, there at the event, but they talked about meteor. It was weird. Um, all right. Uh, awesome. So Juan Pablo. Hey. Uh, so yeah, my name is Juan Pablo Buridica. Good try pronouncing my my last name. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> It's okay. No, no, not even in Spanish. I realized as I was going in there that, that I was like, all right, I should have double checked that before I. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. Uh, I am the VP of Engineering uh, at OnSwipe, a New York startup. I also organize uh, New York Nodebots Day as well as JSConf Columbia this year. And uh, I am as well a roboticist with a month of experience. <laughs> awesome. Oh, we'll have to remind me at the end of the show. We'll have to make sure we get uh, JSConf Columbia, and I don't think it's in the uh, list of events. So we'll I added it. I added it. Awesome. awesome. Julian. Hey, hello. My name is Julian Duque. I'm from Medellin, Colombia. I'm support and evangelism junior at Nojitsu. 
I'm also the organizer of Notebooks Day Medellin, uh, a meetup in Medellin called Medellin JS. And also, along with Juan Pablo, I'm organizer of JSCon Colombia, bringing the tech ecosystem to Colombia. I have experience with electronics and robots since like one month ago, <laughs> like uh, as everybody. But since I'm a telecommunications engineer, I have like this background of circuits and stuff. So I feel really comfortable doing this. Awesome. Uh, Adam. Hey, everybody. I don't know how to use mute buttons. Mute, I know. It's hard. It's hard. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. (laughs) This is really hard. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, uh, a little bit about me. I'm I'm working as an engineer at a little company in southwest Portland called Crisp Code. Uh, We are Portland's bespoke web tailors. Uh, I'm also on the jQuery infrastructure team. I get to uh, help break servers. It's a lot of fun. I'm currently doing a bunch of embedded systems work. Uh, use a node for our web stack hope to be done with that product in the next six months or so and that's a lot of fun uh also co-organizer of nodebots day portland hooray that's me hey all right and last but not least uh this there's some guy on here uh uh some random dude chris williams i also have trouble with mute buttons they are very hard to use um i'm just here to hit the mute button Now, I'm, uh, for those of you who don't know me, I'm uh, the co-curator with my wife of JSConf um, and also starting off this year, RobotsConf, uh, the, uh, what I like to refer to as the unfortunate person stuck building Node Serial Port along with all the other people who help out, um, but I seem to be the person that everyone files tickets against, and that's cool, uh, that's fine. Um, but yeah, I'm here to uh, be happy with all the NodeBots Day activity, and it, it's super exciting to see everything go on. Awesome. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for everything. Um, so, well, that, uh, Chris, Chris actually kind of segues into the first uh, quick topic. I, I don't want to belabor it too much, but I wanted to go in real quickly into uh, what happened with, with uh, NodeBots Day, how it became a thing, and, uh, and then we'll, we'll kind of uh, share some experiences with what actually happened. So... Um, at, at JSConf this year, uh, I had a bunch of people, uh, reach out to me and say, you know, when we're going to do Hardware Hack Weekend again, uh, last December, I organized, uh, a weekend, uh, after conference season of hardware hacking because, uh, I, I thought it would be a nice way to get together without, you know, uh, a lot of my friends are speakers and, and did a lot of traveling. So if, if you do any speaking, you know that it, it's actually a fair amount of work to uh, you know, prepare a talk and, and get everything. It's stressful and whatnot. And I wanted people to come together at, at an event and you know, not have to do a lot in, in the way of prep, but still have an awesome event together. Uh, so that was that was Harbor Hack in uh, you know the end of 2012 at Voxer, um, and I'd hoped to do something in the spring, and and that just didn't work out due to timing, um, and you know wanted to do it. Uh, I I I finally had someone pin me down and and uh, um, you know asked me to to do it. I was like, all right, you want me to do the event? 
find me a space. And we got a, a, an incredible space at Adobe. And you know, that, that just got the ball rolling for, for Notabots Day. And you know, I, I basically uh, started putting out the you know, information about what was happening and was getting feelers for other people interested in doing the event and started encouraging that to be a thing and oh my god it snowballed into uh something that was really uh an international phenomenon and um a lot of enthusiasm a lot of um participation we had you know regular organizer meetings and we're we're able to to leverage what i kind of call collaborative anarchy where uh there's only you know the only guidelines for you know what you should be doing is you know that you care about what's going on you kind of want to share this experience um there was no you know stipulation on what you had to do where you had to do it whatever um you know join in uh what what we're doing and you know make it your own and uh you know, I I think that's um, a a very different approach to organizing things, and uh, worked out incredibly well. So um, I'd like to ask you guys uh, some of the you know th- this was a you know, fairly organic setup uh, as we were getting together, uh, getting getting ready for the event. Uh, what were some of the challenges that you? Uh, Encountered and uh, getting a venue, getting getting uh, set up for for Nobots Day. Well, Pablo, do you want to start out with the New York? Sure. I think I think we were spoiled in New York. We had like a great group of organizers. We had a space from the start. Um, and I think we we actually got too confident about the the whole thing we had, and we had some last minute issues. I'm not sure if, if if we were able to share those. Do, do you guys know what happened in New York yet? I'm not sure that I do. Why don't you share it with everybody? So New York uh, had no kits to start. Oh my god! Um, our our express mailing never never made it to New York. So uh, it was. At 9 a.m. in the morning on Saturday, it was Rick Waldron and myself going to all the Radio Shacks trying to buy kits. We were able to raid three Radio Shacks and we got enough stuff for for everyone. But um, I think we were, yeah, everyone was a little too confident on everyone else's uh, doing their, their, their stuff. And, and we, we had some oversight. Fortunately, we were able to to get it to get it sorted out, and people were, were all, well. They all had like an awesome time. We were able to to have some pretty cool hacks. Awesome! I, I, I'm gonna hop the pond and uh, kick it over to Ali. And uh, uh, Ali, how how did it go in, in in England? You guys had a um, yeah uh, nice setup there. So uh, London was okay because I started from a point of being massively stressed. There was no overconfidence early on. Uh, I had no idea what I was doing, um, and I knew it. So that was that was helpful um, because uh, I, but basically I got back from uh, NodeConf and Rockbot had been all like, "Yeah, you can totally host a, 
and Nodebots London. So because I, I heard about the event through Rockbot's post, having never met her, she did an amazing article on Medium about like what it was and where it had come from. And I read it and I was like, and I didn't, I, I wasn't aware of uh, the hack day that had gone on at JS Conf and, you know, I'd missed the start of the Nodebots manifesto. I just, you know, I don't know where I'd been. But I read it and I thought, this is exciting. I want to I wanna go to the London event. And of course, then I found the repository, found zero European events and did a table flip and was like, what the damn, I'm going to sort that out. And then I went to NodeConf and she was super enthusiastic and was like, yeah, do it. Why not? So came back full of full of pep and was like, right, let's put on a NodeBots day. But my experience up to that point had been buying an Arduino four years previously and let it gather dust. Uh, and then uh, had a really good afternoon at NodeConf where back-to-back had Adam showing me how to do Nodecopters followed by Rockbot and uh, Tempfar and Rick Waldron showing me how to get started with Johnny Five. Um, and that could have gone better because, uh, yeah, somehow uh, in the install instructions for NodeConf, we'd ended up on a bleeding-edge version of uh, 0.11. I'd installed Johnny Five in, in some interesting way that meant that I fried three of Rick's boards and... Uh, he was pretty determined to get that fixed, which was impressive. So eventually I left with a working setup, which was nice. Um, and so, yeah, back to London, some total of about one hour's hacking experience, but excited, but no venue. So the, the hard part was the venue. And uh, with only like three weeks left uh, to the Nodebots day, basically sent out like the distress signal on the internet and was like, need good London venue for hack day. Uh, and at the same time, it was really fortunate there was a uh, a big maker fair at Elephant and Castle, which is in central London. And I went along and saw a presentation about a few hack spaces, one of which was this place called Jailmake, which is where we had it in the end. And um, just fortuitous that I saw this this talk uh, because I ended up I ended up with a super long list of, of venues to go and check out. Everyone was amazing and turned around a great list. Um, uh, but it just so happened that Jailmake was two minutes down the road from where I lived. So that was like first on the list, saw it, and it was this epic workshop. Um, I'll try and post some links to, to some photos uh, to the note up. But yeah, it was just a, a genuine a genuine workshop with wood dust on the floor, like the romantic ideal of what a workshop <laughs> would be like, particularly for like a bunch of soft-fingered software developers. This is like wood dust and bandsaws and, and pillar drills and all the things. So I kind of knew at the time that because this was going to mainly be a beginner's introduction to, to hardware hacking that we probably wouldn't be like slicing too many slabs of wood in half, but, but I just kind of felt that putting it in a venue that encouraged people to think a little bigger was, was going to was going to be a good thing. And, and it worked really well. The, the day was amazing. But in terms of problems leading up to it, uh, yeah, you know, living in Europe means international freight, means all the stickers turned up after the event, except for the RobotsConf one. They all turned up. So everyone felt special because they had the WYSIWYG RobotConf stickers. So thanks there. Um, yeah, it was... It was pretty pretty smooth sailing once the venue was organised, and um, Nuno stepped in early on. Basically, I, w- once I'd mentioned to Rockbot that uh, I was thinking of doing it, but had no confidence in my hardware hacking. Like I felt like I would have just been this massive charlatan standing at the front, going, "Come on, everyone, let's build a robot." Um, 
Uh, and just fortuitously, a guy called Jerome from France was si- like having a similar table flip, no European events moment. Uh, and Rockbot was watching the GitHub repo, put him in touch with me. And he was like, that's cool. There's going to be a London event. Okay, I will travel from Paris to London to come to this Nodebots, Nodebots Day London. So that was pretty amazing. So immediately I had... I had a guy who actually knew how to build robots and uh, Nuno from uh, uh, from Nojitsu backing backing this crazy idea. Let's do a Nodebots hack day in London. So as you, with them on board, suddenly it kind of all felt a lot more possible. Um, yeah, that was that was the run up. Fantastic. Anyone yeah, else? The, having Nuno in the mix, this is a powerhouse, and uh, he pushes things along. All right. Really happy to have Clock back as a sponsor. Uh, Clock is a digital development agency uh, based in the outskirts of London, topically. Uh, They make beautiful websites and web-based applications. Uh, They're uh, great at integrating legacy systems, devices, and all the things that uh, really don't want to be integrated. Um, Good at pulling all those things together. Uh, they're experts in publishing and customer insight and customer loyalty. Uh, Clock has developed a hardware device for retailers to put in stores and venues, and it is all 100% node-based. Uh, you can find out more information about that at swipestation.co.uk. Uh, Clock has been building websites since 1997, and uh, they have high-scale uh, production node uh, apps that have been around since 0.4, and uh, uh, since that time have been uh, uh, aggressively and uh, creatively building uh, Node.js apps since. Um, their front-end devs are avid slingers of jade and stylus and uh, are, are, are want to enjoy tea and crumpets uh, every day at tea time at 4 p.m. And uh, they literally have uh, a bowler hat. Uh, if uh, uh, you haven't seen no bowler uh, in action, uh, you want to definitely uh, Google that and, uh, and check that out. It's, it's pretty badass. Uh, so... Clock's uh, clients include BBC, News Corp, Nielsen, Joint, Eddie Izzard, Shortlist, and Hearst Media. Uh, definitely A-list customers. Um, they have a publishing platform uh, called Catfish that is 100% node-based, and uh, it's powering many publisher sites in Europe. Um, some of their uh, projects include Never Undressed, and you can check that out. Uh, at neverundress.com Sun Plus uh, and that is available at perks.thesun.co.uk Sunday World is a uh, tabloid out of Ireland running on the platform Uh, sundayworld.com Clock is always looking for uh, great devs who love to open uh, it's a code open source code and uh, uh, key benefits there are uh, umbrellas and scones and uh, other British stuff. What what, other, what, what is another typically uh, British thing, uh, Ollie? Doc Martens? Uh, um, you know, flat caps, greyhound racing. 
you know, we like Would we like to keep it, keep it simple. A flat cap, yeah, know, nice tweed flat cap. It's uh, it's it's not a baseball cap. It's, it's right. The other thing. Right. It's kind of like the the not hipster fedora. Yeah, no, but I think if you wore one in London today, you would definitely be earmarked as a hipster. <laughs> Good. Well, we'll have to, I think that, that actually Michael, uh, with his new shaved head regime, uh, actually wears a flat cap. Perfect. So being the proto-hipster, yeah. uh, yes, that, that sounds perfect. All right. So uh, uh, you can follow Clock on Twitter at, at Clock. Uh, reach out to them. Uh, by email at hello at clock.co.uk and visit their website at clock.co.uk. Thank you, Clock. So uh, I want to continue some of the uh, uh, NodeBot's day experience uh, before we dive into uh, uh, the future of NodeBot's. Um, coming back to the United States, Chris, uh, how'd you go down in... Uh, in the DC metro area, you guys had some of the coolest swag and kit uh, and, and of all the events. Uh, how'd it go? Uh, the DC area one went uh, exceptionally well. Um, we were actually outside of DC in Northern Virginia. Uh, we rented or we borrowed a hack space as some other groups did and uh, didn't care all that much. Like it was sort of just a lackadaisical. We're going to all show up and do something. And it ended up pulling out quite a good crowd of uh, very broad range from creating full robots to hacking existing RC copters to building, uh, you know, just getting people started to understand that Java and JavaScript are two different things. Um, so we covered the full gambit. And it was, it was, quite, uh, it was quite a nice little event. Um, and I don't know if I changed much, if anything. Awesome. Yeah. So you know that that definitely uh, touches on some of the, the the key things that I wanted uh, you know in setting up the the, the event for me was you know keep it keep it light keep it simple and uh, you know the, the 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 thing that we're coming together to do is in and of itself so awesome that you don't really need to add a lot of awesome to make an event awesome. <laughs> All right, let me. Uh, I, I want to get uh, uh, a, a couple more uh, in here. Uh, Leon, uh, would you like to tell us about uh, the the event in uh, Medellin? Of course, the event in Medellin was awesome. Uh, it all started with a gift from Raquel Velas in NodeConf. He, he gave me a Spark app kit uh, to work on it for Node. For notebooks day, and I begin to to buy a lot of hardware and stuff on internet to bring to to the event. Uh, it was part of another event. It called the Bar Camp, and like one thousand people came. So it was a lot of people. We have like regional television coverage. Some two channels from from Medellin were covering the the whole event. And um, it was pretty amazing. I was able to find a sponsorship for more kits and hardware. So we have Notecopters, Raspberry Pis, Arduino. Uh, it came people that were working on robotics on the university and show his own stuff. So it was, it was really great. 
community here in Medellin is big. We have like 500 people on the meetup, so it was pretty massive and pretty, pretty great. That's fantastic. So, um, yeah, what, what's, uh, what, what's your impression of, of what this could mean to your, your, your local community there? Uh, I know you have um, the, the Medellin JS. Uh, is is uh, NodeBots going to, to, to change the, the landscape there and, and bring in a, a new group of people? Well, Medellin JS will stay as, as it is right now. Mm-hmm. And I have other organizers that are working on it. So we are covering like the whole JavaScript ecosystem. So we will begin to have a period meeting called NodeBots. Uh, I'm I part I, I try to, to create the hacker space in January here in Medellin. So I will continue with that project and in the space we have for that I will be hosting NodeBolts Medellin. So we, we, we will be working mainly on Arduino and Raspberry Pi with Node.js. So yes, it will be it will be a new space in Medellin to, to work on Node. So it's amazing. Awesome. Awesome. So Adam, uh, speaking of big uh, events, uh, the, the, the Portland group had a, a particularly large turnout. Um, Want to tell us about uh, what, what went into to Portland and uh, how things went down? Absolutely. So Portland was a blast. You know, I think we had uh, 40 to 50 people turn out. Um, it was, it was, you know, obviously it's our first time hosting this event and it was difficult to sort of guesstimate how many attendees we may have. That was uh, further complicated by the fact that there wasn't really a lot of, uh, there, there were no other um, NodeBots events up in the Pacific Northwest. So There's nothing out of Seattle. And we also had uh, OSCON in town that week. And so we thought that there would be some, uh, some overflow from that. So we, we were really pleased to, uh, to see the turnout that we had. We ended up getting about 55 kits in total. Uh, 35 of those we built ourselves, and uh, 20 of those came from uh, from Michael at NodeConf. So that was super helpful. Um, inventorying those kits afterwards, not quite as much fun. <laughs> right, right. Uh, we had a, you know, I thought we had a pretty decent mix of skill set too. You know, I mean, most folks are are software, and uh, it's really, I mean, there's something really fun about writing code and watching it interact with the real world. Even if it's nothing more than just blinking an LED, there's something about bridging that gap that's, uh, that's extremely satisfying. Um, you know, that's not to say that we didn't have our challenges. We were blessed by having a, uh, a large number of organizers. Everyone in our uh, local uh, node community here is really engaged, and that's awesome. So out of that, of course, we, we were, had some pretty ambitious goals. We were hoping that we would have a bunch of different projects laid out that people could build at various skill levels. What we ended up with was one project supplied by Nexi. <laughs> and, uh, you, know, and you know, as you well know, you stole her away from us and uh, took her down to, uh, down to the bay. True. So I had to troubleshoot her code remotely. But, of course, <laughs> you know, it all worked first try. So she's awesome, pretty amazing. Awesome. Uh, other things that were challenging was actually executing the hardware purchase. We uh, opted to put together our own kits in order to save some money. And that was really challenging because the timeline was short, so we couldn't leverage ordering things from China. I just didn't trust they would get here in time. I've had things take a long time before, and I didn't want to end up like uh, New York City. So 
uh, we ended up having to go the more traditional retail route. And, you know, with some pretty hardcore selections and, and taking our time, we were able to get our kit, our unit cost per kit down to about 25 bucks. Um, we also had no Wi-Fi on the day of the event. Whoa. Yeah, that was pretty tough. You know, there were, again, there was a lot of other events going on. Portland's where everyone wants to hold their uh, their conferences right now. Right. So there's a lot of contention for resources, <laughs> even within, uh, or, you know, even within organizations that are helping sponsor. So, but, you know, the things that I thought were, were most useful or, or most interesting, uh, our sponsors were fantastic. We were able to uh, get a reasonable amount of funds and really put things together quickly. Uh, the number of organizers and the, uh, the enthusiasm we had behind everything was fantastic. We even had some folks from out of town that were able to, uh, to kick out some pretty sweet projects. So that was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, one of my co-organizers of San Francisco, uh, I'm going to ask Raquel to, to uh, uh, talk about you know, what, how uh, San Francisco went down. Um, of course, uh, in, in addition to Raquel, we had uh, Emily Rose, uh, Nexi, uh, there uh, helping. Uh, Raquel was essential to keep things sane for me from for all of the things uh you know, day of the event and you know all all, all the prep uh, before that so Raquel, what, like, can you share the uh san francisco experience yeah absolutely um we were super 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 fortunate to have the space with uh from adobe which was just ungodly like beautiful and we had these massive screens like it was like their town hall space um so we were really hoping to have this like international Google Hangout with all the NodeBot stuff and like so like we were like we were, we were like broadcasting all of our stuff and like nobody joined in. I think there was some like random person from like right. I don't know. I, I, I want to someone like, jumped on the stream right? nowhere. I, I don't know where that person came from, but they were like, "Oh, this is cool." Um, but anyway, other than that, uh, it was it was a really beautiful space. We had people of all different levels, which was really amazing. Um, we had people who were like, uh, so Node, right? <laughs> You're like, yes, Node. And they're like, that's JavaScript, I think. Um, so like, we had people who were like super brand new all the way up to um, like you had, you had Forrest who was just like hacking. Or Forrest and, and, and CJ Silverio uh, were both like hacking into the, into the crazy fly API trying to like make their little drones do interesting things. And I mean, it was, it was really, really cool. We had everything. Um, I personally ended up burning a few servos uh, with my husband, Max. Uh, we were trying to get a rocket launcher, like automated rocket launcher. That didn't quite work out as well as we wanted to, but the rocket launcher still worked. And we launched a few rockets. They were air compressed uh, or compressed air rockets, but they were still super cool. Um, I think the best part of the day, though, was was seeing these kids. Like, there were these kids who came in. We didn't make it explicitly, like, kid-friendly. It was just kind of like a, yeah, okay, if you want to bring your kids, cool. Um, and, uh, and, I mean, Dan, I think you'd agree with me. Like, they just blew us away. Like, there was this one little girl who was like, so I hooked up uh, this uh, RGB LED, and I connected it to the ground, and then I connected it to pin eight and I had the resistor and she was just so cute and like 
she totally knew her stuff. Like she yeah. was like eight years old and she was totally like rocking it. Um, and and we, we tried to take video of everybody, but we, we figured out, uh, uh, we figured out um, like sound after all the kids presented. Right. And, and so you can see them and all their cuteness, but you know, on mute. Um, <laughs> and they were extraordinarily each one that, that talked. There were there were like uh, six, seven kids. You know, each one that spoke was very articulate, very um, you know, very engaged. And, and I, I totally agree, Raquel. That, that you know, for me, the highlight was absolutely the the you know those kids and how how much it it meant to them. Uh, that was that was awesome. Yeah, it was it was pretty sweet. Um, I have to go run to the dog room real quick. Okay, <laughs> go do that. Um, so there, there's Raquel and the dogs. Um, so yeah, uh, for me, the the the, the takeaway, of the experience um, between the hey, this is a uh, you know a fairly easy event to to organize. And uh, you know, get to the the point where where it's it's, it's very meaningful, and, and and then seeing the the level of of crossover in in the meetup where um, you know people can come and and enjoy, bring family, and have everyone uh, participate. Um, this this you know segues into. Um, you know, a, a thing where where I I personally want you know, to to take this, um, you know, N- Nodebots uh, it, it, as the next step, uh, as a meetup, as a a, a local event that uh, here in San Francisco, and I, and I know there are a few other locations that are they're going to uh, to be doing that as well. Um, you know, doing this as a as a regular meetup. Uh, seems fantastic, and I personally am excited. You know, I, I have two kids; uh, they're six and seven years old. Um, I did the original Harbor Hack weekend with uh, with my kids, and and they were, uh, um, you know, they were there, and, and they're they're used to kind of you know running around doing crazy things, but um, you know, seeing uh, all the kids at at Nodebots Day that really got engaged and really got hacking. Uh, was fantastic, and you know I'm really excited to see this group of people and all the sort of sharing come together and have a a meetup that is open to everybody. I, I don't want to you know even make it you know like 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 Raquel said it, you know it's not that like it's explicitly family friendly. Uh, no, no one wants to to you know. Have uh, a babysitting situation, but uh, you know this. This is something that people uh, of all skill levels and all uh, interest levels, and you know, thus all ages, uh, seem to really uh, you know be able to latch onto and 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 find um, you know excitement and meaning uh, hacking on this. So uh, it's really special. Um, so I know of at least two uh, Nodebots of London. Ali, you're, you're going to start. Do you have any uh, scheduled plans yet? Um, so we think that there'll probably be an event next month in September. Um, I mean, as I think uh, Julian or someone was saying, uh, I had to invest quite a bit of money to get this one going, having mm. no hardware hacking uh, tools or, you know, I'm now the proud owner of a drone 
and all the things and about 100 Arduino. So I have to run some more events. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> financially obliged now. I'm in, I'm in too deep. Um, but also, as you were saying, it was a, like the, the day was just amazing. Uh, the space worked out really well, and and similar to your experience, we didn't we didn't make it like a big family event. But um, John Gold turned up with his 15 year old brother, and my first thought was, oh no, and, and not because I didn't want kids there, but because there was bandsaws and I didn't have insurance. And I was like, I don't want a child to lose an arm. This is a nightmare. But um, of course, they just picked it up straight away and were building sumo bots within five minutes. And, you know, the older members of the group were like, yeah, what's a node? So you know, the, the, the kids showed us. Um, but so uh, it was such a nice event that, uh, yeah, we have to do more. Um, and everyone who turned up said they had a great time. And yeah, it's just up to me to, to plead with Jailmate to let us use their space again, because that, that was a big part of it. Having, having the tools there. And I think, I think encouraging people to use the bandsaw will be the next job. Cut some big robots. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and also, uh, I think we're going to try and it's hot off the press, but I think we're going to try and have, uh, a bots and copters aspect to the Great British NodeConf because it's organized by uh, Andrew Nesbitt of uh, the London Node User Group, who is also the London NodeCopter man. So, you know, it would be rude for us not to collaborate and try and get some more uh, sumo bots shooting at, at drones because that seems to be the, the logical conclusion of all robot hacking. Right. Make them fight. Yeah, I mean, these, yeah. These, 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 these robots and we could make them do useful things for the world, but no. Yeah, we're gonna make them fight because that's yeah. Fun. It's like the plot of Pacific Rim, basically. <laughs> if it doesn't punch Godzilla in the face, it's probably not quite ready. <laughs> so yeah, which so, yeah, yeah, we're gonna try and aim to meet up uh, every couple of months, and yeah, I hope to sustain that for as long as I don't like solder my hands off. Fantastic. Yeah. So um, in addition to, I, I think we might start this month. Um, it, it might be a little bit, uh, you know, too close. Uh, I've actually already had a, uh, a, a sponsors come forward to, uh, um, to, uh, to back some of the, the, you know, to contribute some additional hardware, which is amazing. Um, you know, one, one, uh, one thing, Ollie, that, uh, I'll definitely encourage for you is, um, you know, b don't be afraid to ask, like, uh if if you need more uh sponsorship help um you know yeah yeah it's, it's a it's it's a nice thing and uh uh you know worst thing worst thing you know they can worst say things, is, you know, like, worst things happen at sea right uh yeah no i i i've been listening to node up for ages now and i don't know why i didn't just call up clock and be like come on guys let's let's organize an event there you go right <laughs> you like node i like bots high five exactly so yeah i missed a trick but it, it turned out okay awesome awesome so yeah um in in addition to san francisco uh cj Sal uh, silverio uh will also be uh, organizing a South Bay, and uh, you know, for for an outsider, having uh, San Francisco and South Bay seems like a, a strange thing since we're you know geographically so so close. But especially for a meetup that's going to be after work, uh, you know, a half an hour, forty five minute hour. Um, I think CJ is coming up from Cupertino for an evening event. Just really, you know. Oh, uh, you, you don't always. You know, it's 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 a it's a hard sell. So 
um, you know, having something close by that 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 everyone can um, you know jump into after work is uh, is really fantastic. Um, and you know, in general, uh, here in the in the Bay Area, the uh, you know the, the the South Bay tend to organize South Bay events, and and um, San Francisco tends to, to do San Francisco events. Uh, one thing that I'm excited to to do is you know organize. I, I'm I'm hoping with with the Nodebots SF to organize near monthly. Uh, hopefully quarterly, uh, we can do a, a larger event pulling in uh, Nodebots South Bay and East Bay, if, if that uh, kicks off. I've been uh, goading um, Max Ogden to, to do that too. Uh, and then you know, so a monthly meetup and then it, you know, every quarter, every three months to, to get together and do a larger uh, group hack uh, and share some of the things that we've been doing. Uh, across the group, uh, I think will be lots of fun. So we'll we'll see how that goes. Um, and uh, I want to say a word from uh, our our other sponsor, and yet, and then I want to invite uh, Chris Williams back on, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, robots comp in a second. So and yet is a um, a a good friend and. Uh, uh, a, a great company, uh, really, really awesome company. Uh, they build Node APIs and JavaScript SDKs for clients like AT&T, and they have their own product called AndBang. Uh, AndBang, if you aren't familiar with it, uh, you should go check it out. It's a uh, real-time chat and, and task management tool for uh, teams that uh, can be used through the web, through IRC or through their API, and uh, you can roll your own. It's it's all uh, available to you. Uh, you can sign up for Anbang for free while it's in private beta, and uh, they are uh, very interested to get your feedback on the product and, and uh, see how um, Anbang works for your team. It's a uh, it's a tool that they use extensively internally to. Uh, manage and ship the products that they make. So uh, they would also like to hear from you and see how uh, they you uh, they can help you make um, shipping software more awesome and uh, um, easier to do. So uh, you can uh, check out the Anbang API uh, and that has um, that. Is built off a of spec and generates the SDK for it and the interactive API docs. Uh, the um, since it's a, a real-time system, it has not only a REST-based API but also a API specifically uh, tailored to uh, be plugged in with uh, Socket.io so an, and invented uh, real-time streaming API as well. Uh, if this seems like a tool that uh, is interesting and useful to you, you should also check out uh, Andyet for uh, their services. They, they build stuff like this. Uh, another thing that they've uh, been working on is um, Talkie, Talkie.io. Use Talkie on uh, Twitter. Uh, this is a WebRTC 
uh, tool for uh, you know video conferencing uh, using their open source library, Simple Web RTC. They have uh, and yet has really uh, cemented themselves as a uh, early leader in uh, Web RTC and Web RTC uh, development. So if you're looking for uh, someone to build uh, products around Web RTC, you should definitely uh, talk to them. Uh, they are massive supporters of the community and uh, have been organizing um, amazing events for several years now. Um, Real-time conf uh, used to be called Keeping It Real-Time, uh, as well as um, some other events around there. Uh, Redis conf, uh, they launched last year and uh, you know, really dedicated to uh, creating meaningful events for the community. Uh, Real-time conf, uh, you've probably heard me talk about before, is one of my favorite events all year. Uh, I spend a lot of time talking to Node people uh, and love the opportunity to go and talk to uh, the the attendees at, at Real-time conf where bring together um, people that are are not you know uh, necessarily solving the problem with Node, but that are all uh, coming together to solve primarily soft real time. Uh, le- you know, last year we we got into a little bit of hard real time, um, and you know going there and having the opportunity to compare notes and, and implementation with people that are, are are building systems with very different stacks uh, it is fantastic and and. Really great insight. Uh, last but not least, uh, and yet Security Wing, Lyft Security provides uh, security services, uh, and they've provided uh, security testing for uh, companies like GitHub, 37Signals, and they are the amazing organizers of uh, the Node Security Project that has been doing a security audit for every module in NPM. Really amazing project. So thank you, Anjet, uh, for being awesome and for always caring. All right. So uh, do I have the one, the only Mr. Chris Williams back on the line? There's actually many people named Chris Williams. Oh. Oh, well, shit. Let's start. Uh, welcome to Node. You'll have, episode. you'll have to settle with this one. Start the whole damn podcast over. Start it all over. You'll have to just settle for this one. <laughs> for better or for worse. So, um, Chris, what, like, this is um, at, at JSConf, we talked about uh, how to uh, bring some of the awesomeness of JSConf uh, back to, uh, you know, back home with us. And, you know, uh, Nodebots Day is, you know, my little attempt to make that a reality. Um, but, uh, there, there, I really see you know, robots comp as a point of reunion to, and, and, and a new expression of a, a conference. Can you tell us what, what, what you're, uh, planning for, for robots comp and what it's all about? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so robots comp, it's good to get a little bit of context and clarity and it's, it's ideal actually to do all that context and clarity after everyone's said basically everything I'm about to say. Um, the, one of the things that I've noticed over the past couple of years being, being the node serial port author and sort of driver, um, is that 
developers are beginning software and and, and uh, web developers are beginning to get back into hardware. You see things like the availability of Arduinos and BeagleBones and everything else and drones becoming more and more like a natural part or a natural thing that software and web developers want to start playing with but are a little bit scared. We ran a training course, Ray, Rick and I did, ran a training course right before EmpireJS about how to hack hardware with JavaScript. And one of the one of the turning points for me uh, to get to RobotsConf was I asked the question of how many people here think they're going to get electrocuted, and almost everyone raised their hand. And it was <laughs> that realization that holy crap, we've come so far away from hardware that we've forgotten like that five volts isn't going to kill you, um, and a nine volt battery is not going to erupt in flames. So. That was that was sort of this point where I was like, you know what, let's try and see if we can get more people to do this in a new fashion. Um, that gave rise to the NodeBots Activity Day at JSConf, which then went to where it is now. Um, and so one of the things that Laura, my co-curator of JSConf and wife, and I have always heard is we have friends in Ruby, friends in Python, friends in Perl that want a JSConf-like event in those disciplines. And uh, looking at the world, a lot of the people that I know are in those camps doing serial port and higher level stuff. And you see a, a large resurgence in that area because of Fermata-based, uh, let's call them libraries or modules, much like Rick's Johnny 5. And most of them actually are coming up because of Rick's Johnny 5. And so seeing the collaboration there, I was like, let's get all these people in all these different languages together and let them build robots together. And that was sort of the genesis point for RobotsConf. And what we're trying to do is pull people who are afraid, let's be honest, people who are afraid of hardware, but have that fascination, that interest. The same people who would come out to a NodeCopter or a NodeBots Day event um, or you know, sign up to see what Arduino is about. People who write servers during the day and still, let's just say, are afraid that they're going to blow up their LED. Uh, Remy Sharp, here's looking at you. And Because uh, let's be honest, when we first get into hardware, we're all afraid that something's going to go massively wrong. We're used to when we're programming stuff, you know, having risking deleting our whole hard drive. And the world of hardware is different, but it's different in a more scary way. It's the physical world. Oh, my God, am I going to do something that's going to blow up the board? And yes, you might, but it's $35 or, or $25. Um, so it's not like it's that big of a deal. You just go get a new one and you're right back at the game. So uh, so what we're doing with Robots Conf is we're going to have some very inspirational, awesome visionary speakers who have done amazing things. One of the ones we've announced is Worley. He built a uh, skateboard. Him and his team at Chaotic Moon Labs built a skateboard that they control with uh, telepathic communication. What? So they have a cage that goes around their head, and they think go right, and the skateboard goes right. And they think go left, well, goes left, and go fast, all while they're on the skateboard. So it's using a mobile wireless connectivity to read brain pathways and then translate that wirelessly down to a motor in the skateboard. And so he's going to present about that and sort of where the thing's going. Um, we also have a wonderful gambit of workshop engineers who are going to be present. Um, what we're doing is we're going to have, I think it's 12 workshops right now that everyone's going to go through. So you'll get a great survey of everything that's available in the maker movement in one nice, consolidated, easy to understand, easy to be present format. 
And then you get to go and work with these workshop engineers and these experts. And uh, we also will have language-specific experts present to help you write in your native programming tongue the and build robots. So think about Nodebots, but also with RubyBots and PyBots all in one room, collaborating together, cats and dogs living happily. <laughs> the world will end. So uh, it's something you'll definitely want to be there for. I believe that um, there is a discount code that I've sent over that'll be in the show notes. Um, if not, it's uh, the discount code is Nodebots. Really creative. Um, and we look forward to having everyone. We're doing it down in Amelia Island, Florida on December 6th and 7th. So it's outside the conference uh, you know, rush season. It's also in the winter for most of the uh, northern hemisphere. And Florida, despite all of its bad things, is nice and wonderfully warm at that time of the year. And uh, it's going to be a pretty amazing time. It's the same space that we did JS Conf in. So if you have any questions about how awesome it's going to be, just go talk to somebody who's been to a JS Conf or go look at the pictures. And it's uh, absolutely beautiful. And we look forward to having everyone there and building robots. Amazing. Um, so I, 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 I realized something uh, that, uh, you know, I, I, I know what you do for your day job, but I think a lot of people on the internet know you from uh, JSConf and, and the, the awesome events that you organize, but they don't know what you do uh, for a job, uh, and it's actually very relevant. So, uh, you know, your background in hardware actually uh, stems from uh, uh, safe, safe raging, right? Safer, safer, something. Yeah, so I've always dabbled in many different circles, and you, you bring up a great point. A lot of people think that I just run JS Conf and that's it, and that's actually like the fifth job that I have in a day. Uh, it's actually below flower delivery guy, which is uh, really? what Laura runs a floral company, so we I get to de- be the delivery boy. Um, anyways, back to the safer aging thing. Um, the whole Node Serial Port project came out of the fact that I was trying to reverse engineer or figure out how a um, sensory network was communicating because they uh, it was a proprietary sort of network and we wanted to figure out what it was doing and how it was doing it and not have to pay the proprietary aspects. So one of the traditional ways of doing that from let's say less than uh, good people is to inject themselves in the communication stream and in this case it was a serial communication stream. So Node Serial Port came out of the the effort to sit on a serial bus and listen to the communication pathways going back and forth, and then to do poking and prodding to see if if you could get that to basically rework itself again. Um, it was a that piece was successful. I threw it out there, and we've we've used it internally for many different things. Um, and so what what that company does, what Safe Raging does, is it works to build a both passive and active monitoring system for senior citizens to allow them to ideally live independently in their own homes for longer and detect certain emergency or critical conditions um, like fall conditions or dementia increase or forgot to take pills or they haven't left the house. Um, Sort of early warning signs that something may be wrong or in the case of the active one, uh, critical warning signs that something's amiss. And then connect the family and caregivers up to allow them to ideally get help quickly so they can return back to independent living. Um, that's 
that's the whole gist of what I do on a, let's say, nine to five. But it, as anyone who works in a startup knows, there is no such thing as nine to five. It's more like <laughs> nine to eight fifty-five. <laughs> Fantastic. That, that, that's really uh, spawned so many amazing things. And, uh, you know, big thanks for that. And, you know, it's intriguing to, to see that, that that pattern of, uh, you know, listening in on the, that serial communication continues uh, in the evolution of, of NodeBots. Like, if we have a new thing uh, that we need to go and, and discover how to interact with, that. Uh, that's uh, basically what we, you know, if, if someone hasn't figured it out, that's what we end up going, uh, going and doing. Yeah, it's, it's kind of funny because one of the people that helped out tremendously in building and refining and getting Node Serial Port up to every single revision change in Node uh, is Nathan Regelish. And he was doing essentially Wireshark in Node with the TCP connections and the, the peeking into the packet structures that are going across the wire. And it's very funny that that's almost similar to how serial port got started that it's it's just trying to catch workflows and pathways that are going across a, a wire nice awesome well thanks guys thank you so much for all the uh, the help and uh, and nodebots day and for all the contributions to to, to nodebots um, I uh, I'm, I'm gonna you know let everyone go in and do their plugs. If you haven't prepared a plug, uh, prepare one now. You will be called upon. And, and then we'll uh, quickly run through the upcoming conferences. So, uh, Ali, you're up first. Uh, just quickly, yeah. So, uh, my good friend Alan Shaw has built david-dm.org, which is uh, a service and a command line tool for helping you keep your node dependencies up to date, which, of course, NPM does a pretty good job, but sometimes you've got a project that you haven't touched for a while. You can install the uh, David command line tool and uh, run David update, and it'll uh, force update your dependencies to the latest stable. Um, there's also the, the website service, which gives you a nice little status page. And as is the modern way, badges. It's like, you know, what else can I put on my GitHub readme? Well, now you can put a nice little David badge that tells you when you're slacking off and other developers are cranking out new code and they've updated all your dependencies like a thousand times and you haven't touched this project in a year. Um, it's a nice tool. And hopefully we're going to backport some of those changes into NPM. So yeah, awesome. check it out. Everyone loves badgers. Yeah, badges, uh, badges, all the things. Uh, Raquel? Yeah, uh, so Sauce Labs is hiring like crazy right now. Uh, if you've met any member of the Sauce team, you know that they are pretty much the coolest people ever. Um, so if you're looking to work on front end, back end, uh, a little bit of Node, want to dabble in some hardware, uh, reach out to me on, uh, on the Twitters. I uh, would love to talk to you. I've heard that they always have hot sauce in their pockets. So if you want some hot sauce, just go up to a Sauce Labs employee and ask them for hot sauce, right? <laughs> uh, no? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. We have, we have regular hot sauce t tastings in the office. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> also, we're, we're, we're getting our own special uh, Sauce Labs sneakers soon. So Dope. You know, in, the, in, the, in the great, uh, uh, you know, swag off. Uh, we're gonna have our own sneakers. So what wow, we're... I've heard people going with pants, but sneakers—that's that's really going to the next uh, 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 you know, point in the body. 
Uh, Juan Pablo. Mute. Okay. As usual, the mute. So I am plugging on. Uh, we're also hiring. We specialize in tablet publishing. So uh, we 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 use a, a full JavaScript stack. We have Node on the back end. Um, obviously HTML5 and JavaScript on the front end, and we're looking for senior front end engineers. And senior backend engineers, just go to onswipe.com slash about and uh, and you'll see our open positions. Awesome. Good on. I will insert plugs. He is uh, plugging Medellin.js and uh, JSConf Columbia. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, Adam. I'm going to go ahead and just plug myself. <laughs> so... Um, you know, I'm. Uh, we're working on launching a little brand, Crisp Code. Uh, we're just a you know small consulting firm here in Portland. We're uh, actively seeking new customers. We're uh, no, we're we're a traditional engineering firm. You know, we do a lot of uh, a lot of different types of projects. We've done some defense work, but we've also got a small contingent within our company that, like myself, that tries to do a lot more open web work. And so we're really trying to uh, push ourselves forward and find some customers that are either looking for somebody just to parachute in and, you know, knock out a couple tasks for you. Um, or if you need some staff aug, we're happy to come and live with you guys for a while and, and hack along and join your crew. So that's what we're up to out here in Portland. I think that's my plug. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Be sure to put the, a link to uh, Chris Code uh, in, the, in the show notes so people can find that. Um, Chris? I'm going to do something odd. I'm going to plug Windows 8.1 because it's the new operating system you can plug a 3D printer in and it works perfectly fine. It's Damn. the first one. Yeah. Um, I know it's very rare for geeks to plug Windows ever, but um, I kind of am digging what's going on in 8.1 of Windows. Uh, it's it, 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 There's a lot more that will come out later, but uh, there Especially for this show and the topics that we've discussed, it's actually a really bitchin' operate. I can't say that. It's actually a really awesome operating system for uh, for sort of the hardware hacker and all of us. Um, if you didn't, if you're not understanding what I'm saying, um, Windows 8.1 actually was released with the 3D printer drivers for most major 3D printers uh, built into the operating system. It also has better access to the USB, better access to the serial port, better access to the HID um, than anything else that's out there currently, barring Linux, but having random people use Linux is not going to work out well. And so um, they Wait, no, just no, no, go no. check it out. 2014 is the year the, of Linux on the desktop. Yes, it is. Um, when we get the, on our phones, it'll come to the – no. Yeah, it, 2014 will be the year of the desktop, except everyone will be on tablets. So there's that. <laughs> That's awesome. So if you have a uh, Microsoft Word document with like the 3D letters, can you just say print that 3D? Yeah, it's a, they are treating it exactly like a typical 3D print or like a, a 2D printer, like a laser printer or an inkjet. Um, in terms of 3D letters in a Word document, I I'm, haven't tried that yet because that seems just far-fetched to me. Normally what you'd have is like an STL that you'd download off a Thingiverse and then you would just right-click print and it would straight out, which right now even for Mac, 
in Linux, you have to run through a processor that determines what the G code will be and then dump the G code out the wire to the printer um, to give it the instructions on where to move the print head. That wraps all of this up for you, and um, you just, as an average desktop user, you don't have a clue what the word G-code even means or even that it happens. Well, awesome. Nice plug. All right. Thanks, everybody. Uh, quick rundown of, of conferences, upcoming conferences. Uh, September 8th through 11th in Ireland, Nodeland, uh, NodeConf EU. Last uh, few tickets are... Uh, Still available, I believe, for that. Get them now. Uh, then in October, uh, October 2nd through 3rd in Lisbon, LXJS, uh, awesome conference. Um, October 8th, the Great British Node Conf and greatbritishnodeconf.co.uk. Uh, you can join Ali and Nuno and um, Adam Nesbitt, Andrew Nesbitt, sorry. And uh, that would be awesome. Uh, October 18th through 19th, uh, 18th and 19th, uh, jsconf.co, JSConf Columbia. Uh, is going to happen in Medellin, Colombia, and, and uh, Juan Pablo and Julian are going to be there, as well as many others. Um, who are uh, some of the headline speakers? Well, we have uh, Glenn Block, we have Joe McCann, Charlie Robbins, we have Substack, uh, Matthias Bynes from Belgium is coming, and we have Guillermo Rauch, uh, I think, um, miss, uh, and Angelina Favro. We're, we have a pretty good, a pretty good lineup. Amazing lineup, right? And, and, and Saturday chips is. Saturday chips too. Wow. Yeah. So fantastic lineup. Really uh, bringing the the JSConf experience to Colombia. That sounds amazing. Uh, October twenty fifth, JS Everywhere is going to be at uh, Treasure Island in San Francisco. JSEverywhere dot org. Um, then November 9th through tenth. Uh, I guess with the I kind of have these out order. So Node Knockout uh, has been rescheduled. Uh, it was targeting September, right before NodeConf. Uh, it is now going to be in November. So if you have that on your calendar, uh, make sure you update it. It is happening in November eighth through tenth. Uh, worldwide, uh, head to nodeknockout.com for updates. On the 9th in Beijing, JingJS uh, is, is happening, the, the second uh, follow up from uh, last year's conference in China, jingjs.org. Uh, check that out. In uh, November, Cascadia JS is, is happening. Uh, in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And uh, I've been seeing some of the talks that are going uh, into the, the talk submission. They have been using um, – oh, uh, the call for papers closes tomorrow. If you want to get a talk in, get it in now, uh, CascadiaJS.com. Uh, even if you aren't uh, going to uh, submit a talk, I, it's worth going and checking out the uh, – the call for paper submission. Uh, it's all done open on uh, uh, GitHub. Some really amazing talks that uh, you know, not all of them will make the cut, but uh, uh, really exciting to 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 see what's going on there. A lot of lot of activity. Um, 
in December, December 3rd through 4th, uh, Node Summit is coming back. It's a business-focused conference for Node. Uh, and uh, if you are uh, in the enterprise business Node space or servicing the business Node space like the Node firms, uh, you should definitely be going to Node Summit. It is going to be a, a, a great event. Uh, and then, last but not least, uh, we've talked about it earlier, but uh, you need to get a ticket now. Use code NodeBots for RobotsConf December 6th through 7th in sunny Florida. Uh, there will be pool time and beach time, and uh, probably a uh, some sort of robot will get in the pool at some point. So, uh, and, and, and brain powered skateboards. Come on. It's, it's going to be amazing. So robots comp December 6th through 7th. Go get a ticket now. Um, thank you all for joining us today. Uh, and all the help and participation in, uh, making international node bots day, uh, such an awesome thing and continuing to, uh, create great, events for people around the world so thank you all uh be sure to leave a review in itunes even if you don't uh really use itunes uh if you want to subscribe in itunes to uh to note up it, it helps uh you know apple in their waiting and and you know how they they surface um Node up to to new new people that are, are looking for a way to stay in touch with the Node community. Uh, follow Node up on on Twitter, and uh, I believe we do have a uh, a, a you know sponsor uh, opportunity available. So uh, uh, be sure to, to get in touch if you want to sponsor Node up. It's it's a great way to reach out and connect with the the Node community and. Uh, that sponsorship money goes to to support and and keep the uh, the bits flowing and uh, you know make this this show happen. So thanks a lot, and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Go Nodebots. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye. <laughs> the best. We should have got it. We should have got a robot to finish it.